In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. Lord Jesus, we just give you praise and thanks right now uh, for the gift of this day and for the gift of this Mass. We bring all of our intentions at the altar now, Lord, before you. We ask that you pray for our loved ones, that you pray for our families. And we ask you, Lord, to heal us and to bless us of any weaknesses, any sins that we bring before you now. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to give us the grace to always love you and to remain close to you at all times, in good times and in bad. We ask this through your name, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Jesus is talking in today's gospel uh, really about the virtue of humility. And I want to go into really the difference, and what I want to preach about is the difference between pride and humility, and really how we need to be more humble today. And what is pride exactly? Pride is an excessive love of self. It's an overemphasis on the self. It's being self-centered, even being selfish at times. You know, St. Jerome has a really beautiful quote on pride. And he's talking about how there's no excuse for pride. If you lie, there can be an excuse for lying. It doesn't make it right, but we might say that I lied because I needed to conceal the truth, or I didn't want to make this person upset or that person upset, so I lied. Or someone who steals. You know, maybe their family is hungry, maybe they're very much in need, and so their excuse for stealing is to provide for their family. St. Jerome says, realize how evil pride is from the very fact that there is no excuse for it. There is no excuse for pride. You know, the devil became the devil because of pride. That's why he became the devil. He was an angel. All the demons were angels, but they fell because of their pride. And what was their pride? They didn't want to worship Jesus. They didn't want to honor Jesus. Because they knew that Jesus was God, but they knew that this God, this Jesus was going to become man. And they said, how can we worship a man? And so they fell because of their pride. Now what is humility? Humility is the exact opposite. But when I think of humility, what comes to mind right away is simply this, to rely completely on God. That's what it means to be humble. You know you're humble if you rely completely on God, knowing that we are nothing without God, that I am nothing without Jesus, and that my entire life is centered around Christ. That's how I know I'm living a life of humility. Now, when we hear the word of pride, we might think of people who might be egotistical, people who might have their noses in the air, their backs high, and that's not always what pride is. We might think that's what pride is, but that's not always what pride is. Every single one of us struggles with pride in some way. Every single one of us, including with myself. It's something I constantly am working on. Now I want to talk about what are the roadblocks to humility. What kind of stops us from being humble? The first thing that I think stops us is comparison. When I'm constantly comparing myself to other people, when I'm jealous of other people, my brothers and sisters, that doesn't allow us to be humble. There's a quote that I heard that said, comparison is the death of happiness. Comparison is the death of happiness. 
I will never be happy if I'm constantly comparing myself. And just think about social media for a second. And how many pages we go through every single day, and we might be constantly comparing ourselves to the people that we're looking at. Oh, look at how she looks. Look at her body. Look at what he drives. Look at their house. Oh, they went on this vacation and that vacation. And when I'm constantly comparing myself to the life of other people, I am killing my own happiness. I'm killing my own joy. And my brothers and sisters, that doesn't allow me to be humble. That doesn't allow me to rely on God because I'm constantly relying on what other people are doing. On how other people are living. When how other people are living has nothing to do with my life. Comparison. I don't think we also realize how much what we watch, the shows we watch, affect us and lead us into comparison. I can simply start with the Real Housewives of Zibid, okay? I don't think we realize how much that simple show for women affects women. How much we constantly are watching these shows, whatever show it might be, and we're comparing our lives to these women, which is not realistic. Because what's in these shows is not how God would want us to live as Christians, as sons and daughters. The Lord does not want that for us. And so we have to be careful what we're feeding ourselves, what we're watching, what we're spending time on. If we're just binge watching six episodes of this show and that show and this show, it's going to affect me. It's going to affect my humility. I think another roadblock of humility is constantly being critical of others. Constantly pointing out the faults of others. How other people are wrong. How other people are making mistakes. But then the minute someone corrects me, I'm not happy. And it's not just being critical of others, but even being critical of ourselves. Sometimes we're way too hard on ourselves. We're constantly critical of ourselves, how weak we are, how broken we are, how messed up we are. And we're criticizing ourselves all day to the point that we can't even see what God is doing in our lives. When I am critical, whether it is of others or even of myself, I'm not able to be humble. I'm not able to rely on God. The next roadblock is anger. Anger is, I think, one of the biggest roadblocks towards humility. Think about the families that haven't talked in years. Because this person said that, and this person did this, and this person did that, and I'm done with them. That's it. I'm done. I can't handle them anymore. Anger in this way is literally from the devil. Families are meant to be united. Families are meant to live in love, in peace, in harmony. And when problems come, my brothers and sisters, instead of running away from these problems in our families, I need to deal with it. I need to communicate, I need to talk, because the more I allow anger to build up, the more prideful I become. I don't need this person. I don't need them. I'm done with them. That's not humility. Humility is a constant lowering of myself, whether that person was right or wrong. No matter how wrong they were, it's a lowering of myself. 
Think about Jesus. He was spit upon. He was mocked. They slapped him. They punched him. They pushed him. They scourged him. They even crucified and killed him. And on the cross, what does he say? Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. On the cross, he was praying for them. And don't get me started with mother-in-law drama, right? You go and complain to your husbands, Oh, your mother-in-law pissed me off. What did she do? She said hi to me. And it was her tone. It was the way she said hello. You're mad if she says hi. You're mad if she doesn't say hi. Make up your mind, honestly. This is a constant problem for us, my brothers and sisters. We allow anger to build up. And when I allow anger to build up in my life, I'm only becoming more and more prideful. More and more selfish. The last roadblock towards humility is never being content, never being satisfied. We just want more and more and more. Whether it's I want to build up my assets, I want to build up my bank account, I want to build up my name. If I live like that, I'm easily going to fall into pride. Just think about how many fathers in our community are straight up workaholics. Just straight up workaholics. 70, 80, 90 hours a week, not even present to their families, simply because my business will fail if I'm not there. My business will, will, will go to trash if I'm not there. Do you trust in God? Do you rely on God? Because that's real humility. Pride is to think that I have to do this on my own. I have to take care of this on my own. No one can do this better than me. That's pride. And if I'm living like that, especially as a father, the only people who are suffering are my own family. Your wife and your kids are suffering because you cannot let go of your own pride. Humility is to say, you know what? This isn't worth it. I'll work hard, but I'll leave the rest to God. That's real humility. And so these roadblocks come with how we can be humble. How do I break these roadblocks? How do I pass them? How do I let go of them? I think the very first way, my brothers and sisters, that we need to be humble is simply to be grateful. That's number one, to be grateful. We have way too many negative people in the world and the reason why we're so negative is because we don't even know how blessed we are. We don't even know how grateful we should be for our lives and for what God has given us. But if I took time and maybe challenge yourselves to do this today, write down every single thing you're grateful for and look at it and you will see and you will be amazed at how much God has given you because a grateful heart leads to a joyful heart. When I'm grateful, I will be happy. When I'm grateful, I will be joyful. Two is to recognize our weaknesses, to admit when I'm wrong, and to ask for mercy, to ask for forgiveness, first from God. When I've sinned and I've wronged God, I need to ask for His mercy, go to confession. And even when I've wronged or sinned against another person, whether that was your wife, your husband, your kids, your siblings, your grandparents, your aunts, your uncles, however I've wronged someone, I need to lower myself even if I don't think I was that wrong, lower myself and apologize. 
Because that is greater than sitting in my pride and saying, no, I won't do that. The third way is to be a disciple of love. I think we need to learn how to do this. To love people. Not to be a people pleaser, but to love people. To be that way for other people. I think as Chaldeans, we are way too reactive. Someone does something to us, right away we want to react. We need to learn how to love. You know, this week I was on the road and um, I was driving and this car almost hit into me. So as I saw him coming into me, I beat my horn so that he would wake up and, and not turn into me. So he finally turned the other way, but then he comes behind me, drives around, gives me the finger. And so I look at him and I start laughing and I give him a blessing, okay? <laughs> my brothers and sisters, this is the way of humility. I'm not saying I'm humble at all, but we need to have fun with being humble. We need to have fun with loving other people. The Christian life is not a life of just mediocrity or just a life of just being down and depressed. That's not the Christian life. We as Christians are called to be joyful. And how can I be joyful unless I'm loving? Unless I'm grateful? Unless I'm humble? And the last thing is to stay close to the Eucharist. Be grateful, recognize our weaknesses, be a disciple of love, and stay close to the Eucharist. Stay close to Jesus. God chose to remain in a tiny piece of bread for me and for you. How humble is that? God could have chose a million other things to stick around in this world, but He chose a tiny piece of bread as a reminder for us that if I want to be a king or a queen, or if I want to be great in this world, I have to be small. I have to be little. When I think, in a, as I was praying with this, when I think about humility, the one person that came to mind when I was praying was actually my grandma. Her name was Victoria, she passed away. And when I think why she was humble, I think about for the last 15 to 20 years of her life, she never had her own home. Now grandmas have condos in Florida and all this stuff, right? My grandma for the last 15 to 20 years never had her own home. She always lived with someone else, with one of her daughters, one of her children. And she was taken care of. She was very much loved by, by her kids. But the reason why I think about her humility is I remember even towards the end of her life, still without her own home, without her own space, she would literally sleep when she would come over and sleep over. She would literally sleep on a cot. That's what she would sleep in. And even in all of her suffering, I never heard one word of complaint from my grandma. Not one. She prayed and prayed and prayed because she was humble. My brothers and sisters, this is the life that we're called to. Not to complain, not to be critical, not to compare, not to be angry. Not to constantly be dissatisfied, unsatisfied with this world and what we have. But to be grateful, to rejoice in God, and to rely on Him alone. The biggest roadblock to humility is staying away from God. The closer I am to God, the more humble I will become. Because He's the one that's going to teach us. 
So let's pray that we would have this humility and challenge ourselves. How is God calling us to rely on Him more? What is God calling me to change today in order to be more humble? Amen.